Hi, this is a message from Life Church Leeds. We hope it encourages and helps you. Amen. Let's just stand still and pray for a second. God, we thank you that you still pour your spirit out today. I thank you that you didn't limit it just to the book of Acts. But you're pouring your spirit out today in 2021. Amongst all flesh. Amongst all denominations. Amongst all backgrounds. Amongst all nations. Amongst all ages. Amongst all political beliefs. You are still pouring your spirit out. Because without your spirit, God, we are nothing. But God, with the spirit of God within us, alive and well, God, we can continue the book of Acts. And I pray tonight that the shadow of Peter healing people on the side of the streets won't be something that we just look at like a historic moment, but those kind of creative miracles, those kind of aspects of you supernaturally working through very unschooled, ordinary men and women, that that might be evident in our day and age. That when we see beggars begging who might be enabled to move on with their life, that we might be able to grab them by the hand and say, get up and walk. We pray that we'd have the boldness to stand up in our workplaces or our schools or our colleges when people are confused as to what is going on. We might be able to speak the good news of Jesus and see tons of students and young people and people in our workplace respond to you and also get baptised. We pray that it wouldn't just be a book of Acts like we read, like we're going to a museum. But God, there'd be a continuation of you pouring out your Spirit into us. And as you pour it out into us, we begin to manifest that through people's lives. I thank you that you don't just choose the elite. You don't just choose those who are qualified, but you choose every single one of us. And you qualify those who you call And I pray today there'd be a sense of calling on every single person in here, on every single family in here, that you'd revive dry bones, you'd bring them back to life, that you'd revive spirits that feel flat, you'd resuscitate souls, you'd bring dreams, you'd bring visions, you'd bring hope, you'd bring strength, you'd bring vitality, not just to this church, but every church in our city every church represented in every postcode that a revival of the Lord might kick off a flame might spark throughout our city throughout our homes throughout this nation God we pray we wouldn't be a stumbling block I pray we wouldn't be a barrier to it but God may we be a facilitator to what you want to do in Jesus name in Jesus name pour your spirit out we pray pour your spirit out and tonight I pray tonight we might look back and go that was a significant night God you don't need five hours, seven hours, ten hours you can do whatever you need to do in the time that we want to give to you tonight in Jesus name Amen Amen, hey just take your seats quickly and uh, band, you can stay up, but singers, you can sit down. I'm just going to share with you for um, a few minutes tonight. And it's great to see you again. Hope you're well. First Sunday of September. Can you believe it? 
And uh, it is great to have you here. And it also shows that many of you are keen on Sunday night church, which is also good to know, because this place is as full as it is in the morning. And yet it's 6.47 at night. England are playing on the TV, but you are here. At Rock Nations Youth Conference about four weeks ago now, we had an amazing time with a thousand young people who were just like on fire for God. And really blessed by that time, uh, because it was only a couple of weeks after restrictions were lifted and God was really good to us. Um, And um, we had an amazing time throughout the whole time. But on the last night, I just shared briefly on the Holy Spirit. And I just sensed this week that we've not really shared about that here (laughs) for quite a while. And we're very aware that since January 2021, since the start of this year, we've probably had more new people come to this church than ever before. And we've had more people accept Jesus than like ever before. We had 20 baptisms a few weeks ago in here. New people, new to faith. And I'm just aware that many of you might just need some help and understanding of what it is, of what the Holy Spirit, that we sing about, the purpose of the Holy Spirit. And to maybe set our lives on fire a little bit. And for those of you that might have been walking with God for a long time, hey, you can always burn brighter than ever before and so hopefully I'm just going to share for a few minutes and then what we're going to do is we're going to pray and we're going to give some space space is good Uh, we actually don't have a plan on what's going to happen next set list wise or song wise we're just going to flow and pray for people and hopefully have a good time and then at the end of the night you can enjoy some pizza and hang out and do what you want need to do but God is going to work in many of your lives over the next few minutes do you believe that and Josh Bauman you're about to go to Dubai tomorrow or this week But we believe tonight God is going to meet with you powerfully and many of you in this place. So let me read this passage of scripture to you. It's only a few verses in Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. It says, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them, all of them noticed that were filled, everybody say filled, that was 20% of you, all of you say filled, filled with the Holy Spirit, say Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. And so the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost and from that time, from the book of Acts, you just read, I encourage you to read it, what goes on from that thing is opening a can of I don't know what you want to use the word next. A can of greatness (laughs) on Jerusalem and the things that God did through so many people. But the Holy Spirit, we could use the word like blockbuster. I know Stu and Ty were talking about Cristiano Ronaldo and having a bit of a joke about that because Cristiano Ronaldo, whether you like him or not, he is a goat, okay? One of the greatest of all time, okay? He just is. His stats tell you that. He's legend. I don't necessarily... Anyway, moving on. He's a goat, He's blockbuster. People want to watch him. People want to see him. People want to get, you know, apparently in the first 24 hours of him signing for United, Man United sold 43 million pounds worth of shirts. In the first 24 hours, they paid for his two years salary in the first 24 hours. That's why it's just a PR signing. It's just a money mate. I'm just, no, no. But he is blockbuster. When we sometimes think of the Holy Spirit, we sometimes think blockbuster. If we had advertised tonight as a Holy Spirit night, 
lots of people would have come and shown up, like even more than this maybe, because wow, it's the Holy Spirit night. Because what sometimes we do with the Holy Spirit, we box the Holy Spirit over there, almost like it's some separate entity to our Christian faith that we kind of, you know, enter into once a time and, and then leave. But I want to help you understand tonight that the Holy Spirit is, is, is there with you all day, every day. That you never walk alone from the Holy Spirit, but you always walk with the Holy Spirit. And we all love God the Father and we love Jesus the Son and we resonate with the Father, sometimes easier. And we definitely resonate with the Son because we see Jesus walking on earth. But the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, sometimes we struggle to connect with the Holy Ghost and an understanding of what the Holy Ghost is because it's like this hard to kind of fathom, kind of even when you read about it or hear about it. what is it? Is it like floating around in the auditorium? But God the Father, we sense the embrace. And God the Son, we sense the kind of compassion and humanity of him. But the Holy Spirit sometimes can be a little bit of a disconnect. Almost like spooky, like Casper the ghost. Some white sheet flowing around the auditorium. But the aim of the Holy Spirit isn't to freak you out. The aim of the Holy Spirit is in fact to free you up. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so when the Holy Spirit is active in our world, it doesn't freak you out or scare you, it frees you up. What has sometimes happened in the past is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit has sometimes caused some people to freak out because sometimes it's caused some people sometimes to cry or to shake or to move and in different people's church experiences, that's all okay and it's, it's all fine, it's all normal. It doesn't, doesn't mean someone's having a greater experience than someone who doesn't. It's just people respond differently to the Holy Spirit at work in our lives. But the purpose, no matter how, you, how it's manifested, is to bring freedom to your life. And the Holy Spirit is the greatest gift to our lives because I'm, I'm realizing more and more, it's impossible. I, I can't live without the Holy Spirit guiding me, counseling me, empowering me, helping me. I can try and do this life alone and we can try and do marriage alone and we can try and do like the Christian walk alone. And how many of you know, like it's tough sometimes (laughs) and it's difficult sometimes. But the Holy Spirit, Jesus says, he is sending to us to help us, to lead us, to guide us so that we're not walking around totally disoriented. I've got no idea, but to be attentive to what the Holy Spirit is leading and saying and doing amongst us. Without the Holy Spirit, we can have knowledge, we can have theology, we can have history, but it is only the Holy Spirit that makes our Christian walk alive. It is the Holy Spirit that brings life to our faith. The Holy Spirit is the indwelling presence of God that abides within you when you give your life to Christ. And so you give your life to Christ, the Bible says the Holy Spirit dwells within. But there is definitely, I would say in the Bible, and we could talk about this later, if anyone wants to have a chat over coffee in the hub, I'd happily do that with regards to the the Holy Spirit and the, the filling of the Holy Spirit. And to be filled with the Holy Spirit to a point of overflow. The Bible says, out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers of living water. And so the Bible says to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The desire in me and you, not just to be satisfied with what we have, but to be filled with the Holy Spirit. To overflowing where the Holy Spirit 
of God impacts our whole life. doesn't just impact our Sunday church experience, but impacts you on a Monday and on a Tuesday and on a Wednesday and on a Thursday. And you'll be in a business meeting and you'll sense the Holy Spirit lead you to ask a question or to do something. Or you'll be at uni and you'll sense the Holy Spirit calling you. Or you'll be at home and you sense the Holy Spirit asking you to pray. And as you're praying, you don't know, but you're praying and you're interceding as you're speaking in tongues for someone in our church who might be going through a situation. And as you're praying, God is releasing them and delivering from that. Why? Because you've listened to the Holy Spirit over here. It's an ongoing lifestyle. And so we're going to pray for you tonight. And ultimately, we have one simple prayer. And the prayer is for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Some of you are like, well, I already am. Well, let's pray for a greater filling of the Holy Spirit. And that might look like, it might look like speaking in tongues. It might look like encountering the Spirit of God more and, and, and really having a greater focus of what your faith looks like. For some of you, it might be some gifts. We'll talk about that in a moment. But we're just going to ask the Holy Spirit just to meet with you right where you're at. No matter your background, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter what, who you are, that the Holy Spirit knows you better than anyone else knows you and would come and meet with you right where you're at tonight. So a few things as I close, draw this to a close. Number one, the Holy Spirit is a helper. Let's just say it as it is. The Holy Spirit helps. John 14, verse 16. It's simple. In, in the Bible, even Jesus says how the Holy Spirit in John 14, 16, if the verse comes on behind me, I, I can summarize it, but talks about how the Holy Spirit will be our advocate, which basically means our supporter, which basically means our cheerleader. He's not there with pom-poms on, but he's there to support and to cheerlead you. He is a counselor and the Holy Spirit is a comforter. And so the Holy Spirit is not working against you, but the Holy Spirit is working for you. The Holy Spirit is a helper. And when you're grieving, the Holy Spirit helps. When you're going through tragedy, the Holy Spirit is there to counsel, to support, and to care. Number two, the Holy Spirit gives spiritual gifts to believers. Look what it says in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7 to 11. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7 to 11. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by the means of the same Spirit. And to another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All of these are the work of the one and the same Spirit. And I love this bit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Just as God determines is how he distributes spiritual gifts to believers. Wisdom, words of knowledge, gifts of healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, the gift of tongues. He distributes them as he determines. Point number three, the Holy Spirit enables me and enables you to bear good fruit. (laughs) Enables me and you to bear good fruit. There is the sanctification of the Holy Spirit where he sanctifies, where he declares holy and we consecrate our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so the fruit of the Spirit that we read about in Galatians is ultimately the manifestation of the Spirit. And so you might be filled with the Holy Spirit and it looks like, it looks like, you know, goodness and it looks like kindness and it looks like self-control. They are aspects of the manifestation of the Spirit of God within you. 
And so the Holy Spirit enables you and empowers you to bear good fruit. How many of you want to bear good fruit? (laughs) You need the Holy Spirit. Fourthly, finally, the Holy Spirit is a source of revelation, wisdom, and power. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to 20. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to 20 says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparable great power for who? For who? For who? Who believe? That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. What I love is the reason we are here in Leeds tonight is because the Holy Spirit gave someone power to share the gospel in Jerusalem, who then shared it in Judea, who then shared it in Samaria, who then came to the ends of the earth, and that included LS Leeds, included Wakefield too. (laughs) That wasn't just some strategy. Guess what that was? The Holy Spirit powerfully working through his people. It's not a power to show off. It's not a power for magic. It is a power to be a witness. Duminous power, dynamite power. Used 10 times in the book of Acts to describe God's power for miracles, signs, and wonders. The Holy Spirit gives you an empowerment. And maybe you've been embarrassed about your faith at work. It's very common, very normal. Maybe you've been embarrassed about your faith at school or uni. Very common, very normal. Nothing to be ashamed about with that. But maybe pray tonight that the Holy Spirit would come upon you and fill you to give you power to be a bold witness. That when someone says, what did you do at the weekend? (laughs) You don't shrink back, but you boldly communicate what you've been doing and how you've been serving and how you've been walking with God We pray tonight that the Holy Spirit would meet with us in a real significant way. And so I want to invite the singers back up. And what we're going to do is we'll just sing maybe the tag of that fresh wind again, Johnny. Because I don't know about you, but I think we need a fresh wind. We need a fresh wind. And we can talk about changing structures within church. We can talk about changing service times or programs. And we can talk about, you know those things and all of those things can like help but nothing's going to change a church or a community or a city quite like a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit and so a new website's not going to work a new drum kit is just going to sound louder the LED screen is awesome But it's not going to give you dunamis power. And it's not going to bring you counsel and comfort. It's not going to be an advocate to your life. It's not going to bring wisdom. It's not going to bring revelation. You could strip all this out and you could strip everything out of in here. All you need really is the Holy Spirit. The fresh wind upon your life. 
and you see your life begin to soar. The Bible says, soar on wings like eagles. And so would you stand to your feet tonight? We're going to just sing this song. And I'm going to ask the guys just to sing. And give it a couple of minutes. And then I'd love for some of you who just maybe just want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Maybe for the first time or maybe just to encounter the Holy Spirit. Just to come and stand down the front or... If you want a bit more space, I understand that. Go down the sides. And some of us, some of our staff team and some of our life group leaders would love just to come and pray. And if you are the life group leader in here or you're one of our leaders in our church, can I encourage you just to pray with people to encounter the Holy Spirit tonight? Is that all right? Come on, let's worship Him tonight.